Welcome to the Travel Agent Podcast. I'm your host, Aileen Blanco. I interview successful industry professionals and share my personal journey to becoming a travel agent. The show is for aspiring travel agents and travel professionals at every level. My mission is to uncover the universal keys to thrive in this business. Join me as I take a closer look into the life of a travel agent. Hello, and welcome to the Travel Agent Podcast. Today, we have an amazing guest who is going to introduce herself. Hi there. My name is Nicole, and I own Dream It, See It Travel. I'm located out in Olympia, Washington, which is about halfway between Seattle and Portland. Nice. So you are in an area that has been kind of affected by the whole corona crazy. So mm-hmm. how you doing? I'm doing okay. <laughs> We're just taking it day by day at this point. Well, your energy is great. So I'm glad that you are in good spirits. So thank you for coming on the show. I am super interested in your story about how you became a travel agent. Sure. Well, I was a work at home mom pretty much since my son was born 14 years ago. I started my own wedding planning business in 2003. I was only 23 years old and I just love helping people. And as I got to have three kids, it was a little much to be gone every Saturday. Um, Around the same time I was having my second baby, my first was diagnosed with celiac disease, which means he can't have any gluten. And we discovered Disney. So going to Disneyland was our reprieve we could go there he could eat pretty much anywhere whatever he wanted and seeing him have a hamburger for the first time was just one of the happiest moments of my life as a mom and so we decided we were going to do the big trip to Disney World being in the Seattle area it's about as far away as you could get in the contingent United States so we had a friend of a friend that was a travel agent And honestly, I had never used a travel agent before. I was a little worried about handing over control of my trip, but I priced out what I wanted. And then I contacted her and asked her for a quote and it was the exact same price. So my husband's a car salesman. We work off a commission only. And I figured if somebody could get paid, I might as well let her have a commission. And she's a very nice lady. So she gave me some helpful hints and and things like that. But I pretty much went to the College of Disney World and I spent like a part-time job learning about Disney World and fast passes and dining reservations and everything like that. So I did all of that myself. And by the time I went, I, we had such a great trip and my husband said, you know, if I had walked into Disney World without this plan, I don't know what we would have hated it. This would have been awful. So I joined a Disney agency to start with because that's pretty much what I knew. But as myself and my clients, their needs changed or they had gone to Disney World and I did a great job for them, then they would come back and want an all-inclusive resort or to go to Europe. And so my destinations started to expand and I just didn't feel that where I was at was going to meet that that need to have more supplier training and more destination training so last year I went to um, a host agency and so I love the flexibility that I have there and 
and you know, I get to have my own website and kind of, you know, have my own agency name, Dream Mitzi at Travel, even though I'm with a bigger host. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. That's awesome. So like so many, I've heard the story, like, you know, the whole Disney thing. Um, mm-hmm. Mine's different because I... I hate Disney. The first time I went to Disney, I was like, mm. I mean, I've, I've done a couple, a couple, but like you guys are amazing because it takes a special person <laughs> to put a, a Disney together. It's a lot, but I do feel like that really gave me an opportunity to show my clients my stuff and give them great trips. And I still only do about 25% Disney now, but it's still a specialty of mine. And when I do get a Disney World first timer, I get really excited because I can plan them such an amazing trip and give them, I don't give them minute by minute directions, but you know, I give them hour by hour directions and they love it. And I have clients that say like, it said the park was busy, but I felt like we were leaving and people were flooding in. And so we were leaving at the perfect time. And I'm like, well, it's not by accident, but (laughs) I'm glad that that's the way they're feeling because then they come back to me when they want another trip. Well, it sounds like you're amazing. So if I ever take my family to Disney and they choose to go, (laughs) I might call you. Yeah, it's so it's definitely a different being. Yeah, I went and it was too much. So I don't actually I give my so funny story. I give my kids a choice every year. I say, do you want to go to Disney or do you want to see the world? And I know that's not a fair choice, but they always see the want to choose to see the world. That makes me very happy. So we haven't had to go. Yeah, my kids are kind of there now. They're eight, twelve, and fourteen, and they want to do international travel. So they've been to. Mexico a few times and then we went on a cruise and went to Jamaica and Grand Cayman and they want to go to Europe so we probably won't be taking them to Disney anytime soon but I still go a couple times a year by myself. (laughs) That's awesome. So since you just actually started with a new host agency like a year ago what is something that you wish that you would have known in the very beginning that um would be like paramount right now? Um, I guess it would be to kind of specialize in what you like, not say I can do everything because really you can't do, you can't be an expert in everything. Take a lot of putting together like fit trips and things like that. Charging a fee for those things in the beginning and just being honest, like either you as the client is going to, is going to have to do, you know, 25 hours of research on this trip to the Philippines, or I can do that for you. And here's what I charge for that because it does take a lot of research to do new, new locations and maybe just sticking with what you're good at in the beginning, instead of trying to spread yourself so thin. I think that's great advice. I think that I heard that multiple times and I feel like people keep hearing it, but we're so adamant about getting customers and clients Mm -hmm. that were like, yeah, I can do whatever you want. And then end up spending, like you said, like 15 hours planning out something. And then you're not even sure if they're serious. Right. (laughs) Right. Thanks for the quote. (laughs) Yep. And so I just had this guy that was going to the Philippines and unfortunately he didn't get to go, but I just told him up front. I've never been there. I know people that have, but it's going to 
take me some time to do some research. And so I'm going to have to build in a fee for this. Are you comfortable with that? And he was like, yeah, of course, no problems. So three years ago, if someone had come to me and said that, I would have been like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And I'm not going to charge you anything. And then, and honest about your time, making it worth it for you. And, you know, I was at a Disney agency. So sticking with Disney was no fault. I mean, you're giving people good service and you know what you're talking about. What is something that you feel like you failed at in the beginning, but you're an absolute rock star right now? Uh, Maybe quoting. I think giving people too much, too many decisions. Like the reason they're coming to a travel agent is because they don't want to be on the internet looking at every single hotel that's available So I found that I need to, you know, qualify the client where they want to go, where they've stayed before, because you might assume that they're trying to be on the same budget you're at and they're not. So asking them what their favorite hotel is will tell you so much about the hotels that you should be quoting for them. And so now I do one that's, um, you know, a couple hundred, maybe a thousand less than their budget when at their budget. And then I always do a reach hotel and that's it. I don't give them 20 different hotels to choose from anymore, but knowing what they want and what they're looking for really helps with that. So the quoting process. So do you have a system that you use? Is it automated or do you just still kind of have a face-to-face conversations? No, I do an automated quote request form. I use just Google Forms right now. But as I get those answers and I'm quoting, if that if those answers aren't getting me to the right place and people aren't putting down their deposits quickly, I play around with it, ask different questions. I think having a conversation on the phone can be helpful for some clients. So I always give them the option like, do they want to have a phone consultation or would they rather just fill out this quote request form? But I always have them fill out the quote request form either way. It also helps with organization because you get in busy times, which maybe we aren't in right now, but we will be in it again. I was getting like between five and 10 quotes a day on certain days. Like, when people are looking on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, those kind of days when they're on their computer looking for trips, I was getting so many quotes that they would come through like on Facebook Messenger and then via text message and then someone would post on my page and I would say, sure, I'll, I'll get that quote for you and then I would forget. So even if I've spoke to them on Facebook Messenger and I've asked them some questions there, I always say, hey, just for my sake, and so I have all the information you need, can you fill out my quote request form? And that just helps me have somewhere to go back to and make sure I've helped everybody and also to reference kids' ages and things like that that you don't have to ask a million times. So is there any particular, like, software or anything that you use on the back end, or are you just, like, one woman showing it all by yourself? (laughs) (laughs) I use my host agency software, but that is great if you're doing maybe all-inclusive resorts which is a big portion of my business now 
like 50% of my business is all inclusive. So it's a great place. You just pop in a few all inclusive resorts and send it over. But if I'm doing a Disney quote, I have my own quote that I've, I've used over the years. So I just take the word document and I update it with their information and that, that helps. But once they've booked, they go into our CRM with our host agency and that has everything else that you need, you know, all of their itineraries and invoicing and, and all of that. So that has been such a great help for me moving from a smaller Disney focused agency to the host agency, having all of the technology available that makes my life so much easier. Since business might be a little slow uh, with the worldwide travel band, <laughs> right? <laughs> what are some things that you are doing in the meantime? Because, you know, once everybody gets from being cooped up in their houses, the first thing they're going to want to do is leave. Travel. And yes. And on top of that, with the um, third party travel agencies online that are going out of business and doing awful things to people, I feel like, you know, this might be our time to shine. So what exactly are some things that you think are going to be extremely helpful for you? Because it's going to be super busy. Oh, a hundred percent. I have been telling people that for a couple weeks now, like, just do the things that you haven't been able to do because you've been so busy. My business grew 260% in 2019. And so I wasn't able to do all the trainings and the supplier trainings and update my website. I really have just been in fight or flight mode with my business and quoting and doing packets and quoting and doing packets. And that's pretty much all I've been able to do on top of having three kids, two of whom play competitive sports and, a husband that owns a car dealership. It's, it's crazy. So I'm actually taking this time. I wrote down some ideas of like website improvement. I want to have a greeting video when people come to my website so they can see me. And this will give me an excuse to put on some makeup while I'm stuck in my house. <laughs> um, and then, you know, I'm really working on doing those specialty um, moving into a niche market instead of being everything to everyone. I mean, I will definitely do anything for return clients who want to use me to book their little trips, you know, here and there. But I really want to focus on my all-inclusive, my Disney and destination weddings. And so I'm going to go to those those suppliers and do their master trainings and get familiar with all the things they want me to be familiar with. And that way I can call myself an expert in those things. I mean, I was a wedding planner and have, I still do weddings occasionally for friends and referrals, but the destination wedding side of it and knowing the resorts that are going to be right for my clients. Cause right now when they come to me for a destination wedding, I have to do a lot of research to find the right one for them. But having that knowledge to just be like, oh yeah, this is the right resort for you because I've done all this training in my downtime. Those things are great. And then just making those processes. If you don't have a quoting process, if you don't have a way that you organize yourself, if your office isn't organized, this is such a good time to do that and get, get your head on straight and 
be ready because yes, like you said, that there is going to be a flood of people who want to travel. And I would suggest if anyone's listening to this during, you know, the, the COVID-19 scare, take it week by week. Don't let your clients be the leader. You're the leader here. And so what I've been asking my clients so that I can do other things that make me happy and help my mindset is if you're traveling in May and your final payment isn't due till April, let's chat the week before your final payment. Let's not make a decision right now that is going to affect your travel because for example, I have someone cruising in September and she emails me yesterday. I'm going to have to cancel my cruise. So I looked, I'm like, okay, your final payment is due May 23rd. How about I put a notice on my calendar to call you on May 17th? We can see how we're feeling then. It's not going to hurt you to wait that long. And there might be additional benefits for waiting that long. And she's like, okay, hope you're well. So instead of taking those freakouts, make an expectation with your clients and also post on your social media. <laughs> like, this is what I'm doing right now. And that's what I told my clients. I'm working week by week because I have a lot of spring break trips that I'm having to reschedule. So please let's chat the Monday before your trip. And everybody is very kind and totally understands it. That's the key. You said something that's so important. You are the expert. They came to you for a reason. You are there to reassure them that not only did you take care of their trip, that you're going to take care of them. And I am here for you throughout the whole process. And I think a lot of times um, within our own anxiety, mm-hmm. um, we, we take on their anxiety and then it turns into something it never needed to turn into. So right. the way that you've been handling that, I think that's, I think that's so awesome for, for your business and for your clients because you've now calmed them now. They feel better. And once everything turns around, because it will, not only are they going to go on the trip that they may have had to reschedule or the one that they thought they were going to cancel, but now they know for a guaranteed fact, no matter what is going on, Nicole's got me. Right. And that goes a long way. Right. You can't. You can't freak out. And I think I learned that from my years of wedding planning. I once had a mother-in-law come to me, mother of the bride come to me afterwards and say, every time I came to you with a problem, you said, don't worry, I have it under control. And you were so calm and I wanted you to get worked up because I was worked up and I was frustrated at the time. But the next day when I thought about it, it was, it dawned on me that if you had freaked out, nothing would have been accomplished. And I learned that's that's a technique that we've used in sales. Like when somebody, I've been in sales forever. And when someone gets louder, you get mm-hmm. softer and softer mm-hmm. and to the point where they can't hear you anymore and they have to take it down. And I've, I've had clients come back and be like, you did that on purpose. I'm like, I absolutely did. <laughs> right? <laughs> because I exactly. needed you You're to calm down. <laughs> you are in control. You're the expert. They've come to you. You have to own that. And this is going to set us apart as professional travel agents compared to people who are doing this as a hobby or they thought it might be fun. I want to go back to all those people now who've posted on my travel pictures like, Oh, your job must be so fun. Oh, you, I want to be a travel agent and all that. (laughs) Just be like, "Hmm, do you want to be a travel agent now? But 
you know, that doesn't serve anybody anything. Just this is going to set the professionals apart from the people who are not. And it does. It looks glamorous. It looks like it's really awesome. And on the back end, there's a, I mean, you're dealing with people's hard earned money. You're dealing with people's, you know, expectations. It's, it's a lot. And yes, going to the beach and sometimes getting to go to exotic places that other people have really wanted to go seems awesome. But a lot of times you're there working, scouting hotels. I mean, Mm -hmm. not a lot of, most of the time. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. When we went on our, we just actually did our 20th wedding anniversary trip with my husband. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. We, we got married at 12. No, I'm just, (laughs) I was going to (laughs) ask. I was 19. I mean, it was a, it was a silly mistake that turned out to be the best mistake of my life. But, you know, we went to Jamaica and I was like, let's stay at four different resorts. Look at all these places. My husband's like, I'll give you two <laughs> because he knows that I would just work and work and work if I had gone to four different places. So when I go by myself or go with my travel agent friends, yeah, it's not all fun and games. I mean, I've been on fam trips where it was a hundred degrees outside and you're going, you know, you're in professional clothing and you are walking all over these resorts and people, I mean, it's exhausting. You get done with your five hours of resort tours and, and you're done. It's not just eating fancy food and laying by the beach. (laughs) Oh yeah. The last time I went to Mexico, I think I ended up seeing 12 resorts in like three or four days. Like it was such a blur. Mm -hmm. And everybody's like, Oh, you look like you had so much fun. I want to go with you. I was like, yeah, my feet hurt. And I'm, and I'm sunburned. But yes, it was a wonderful time. Exactly. Well, and we do that so that our clients can have a wonderful time. They know, you know, all the ins and outs of the resorts that they're visiting. So yes, it is. It's all for them. They just don't know it. <laughs> so tell me something super exciting that is going to go on <laughs> or has happened uh, recently personally and professionally I guess you said the the anniversary so that's really awesome personally so what about professionally well I I just am so thankful for 99% of my clients being gracious and kind and I have a destination wedding that was scheduled on April 3rd and they rescheduled for May 20th so that's gonna happen right I just am so happy that all of those clients, I think we only lost three rooms and two of them are for people that are over 70 and probably still should be taking it easy on traveling at that point, but that they are all so excited and they they were just so nice to me over the process of rescheduling this. And then I have another client getting married in Puerto Vallarta next year. So She's going to do some site tours, so that's going to happen too, right? (laughs) I think just the fact that everybody is rescheduling. I've only had, like, the guy who couldn't go to the Philippines, he doesn't know when he's going to be able to go to the Philippines again for two weeks, so I understand that's been canceled, but everybody else wants to reschedule, and it makes me happy that they're still having faith in traveling, and there'll be more people. They're... There's going to be more trips. So have you won any type of awards or anything lately? (gasps) 
Yes, I have. Thanks for asking. I actually, it was, it was pretty funny. Um, Wednesday, I think it was the 11th, I went to the South Sound, which is my area that I live in, in Washington, Best of Awards categories, and I won the Best Travel Agent of 2019, and Thursday morning, I woke up to everybody closing their doors, cruises, and Disney, and airports, and Manila, and so it was a, it was a real high to a real low, but that helped me keep my mindset like this is okay I got this this is my business and people are going to be there and support me when they're ready to travel so yes I didn't want you to forget about that because I saw and it's just it's you got to take the good with the bad and 100% I, I think that, you know, sometimes when things happen like this and we, you know, we've never seen anything like this, but um, we tend to forget those, those highs. And so congratulations. Thank you. I, it was so awesome because I did spend so many years just working. I mean, I've been in the business only three and a half years, but the first year, as you know, it's just, you're just scraping by and you're working so hard to get people to love you and treat your clients the way that you'd want to be treated. And it takes a couple of years for that to start coming to fruition. And so to get that award was like, yeah, you are doing everything right. And it has really helped (laughs) through these times. And you do have to put a lot of work and a lot of consistency into your business, even when you're not necessarily getting paid a hundred percent well and that takes we all a know we're planning our trips a year in advance as clients our own clients you know i know where i'm going in september and planning for next year right now last minute trips and you're planning for next year yes that's when you start getting a consistent income Well, you have been so amazing and has given us so many good ideas to plan for when things get crazy good um, while we're in this, whatever this is called. (laughs) I don't know what to call it either. I keep saying, huh, these are interesting times we're living in, aren't they? Because on Monday, last Monday, I was like, we're going on a coronacation because everything's on sale. And by Tuesday, Mm -hmm. I was like... We're staying in the house. Don't even touch or breathe. hundred <laughs> percent. I saw one of those memes on Facebook and it was like the anchor man, but it was funny. It said, whew, things got out of hand real quick, didn't they? Or something like that. It was like, yeah, on Friday, I went out for drinks with my friends and we're like, oh no, our schools are closed. Let's go have a drink at the bar. And then you know, by Monday, it's like, I'm not leaving my house and nobody's coming in either. So yeah, it, it has been totally different. And I, and my attitude did change from like, don't be scared to go on your trip to you probably should not be going on your trip. So let's figure out when you can go. Yeah, I think that was for everybody. It was like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. Like there's nothing going on in Mexico. Still go to like mm-hmm. literally two days later. All right, so let's figure out when we'd like to reschedule. <laughs> right. And I feel so lucky that I got to go on that trip with my husband. I mean, it's our 20th anniversary. We planned it 
so far in advance and my daughter was in a play and it was supposed to open on April 3rd and I was the chair of the program. So I couldn't be missing any of the play, any of the rehearsals. So we decided to celebrate a month early and if we hadn't, we wouldn't be going on our trip right now because our anniversary is tomorrow. <laughs> well, I hope you still enjoy your uh, quarantined anniversary day. And yeah. um, I'm just, I'm very excited to see what you are going to do this year. So I would definitely stay in contact and would love an update sometime soon so that we can all learn from, you know, this particular lovely corona crisis. I keep trying to come up with a name Definitely. that I like. We, but. We'll have to do this. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to do this again next year when, you know, we're all looking back at this and saying, what did we do and how did we improve our business in these times? Thank you for joining the Travel Agent Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Visit the travelagentpodcast.com for more information about today's episode and other travel agent resources. Be sure to tune in every Thursday for new episodes. Until next time, continue to build a travel business you love.